So a CEO means that you're not just in the business, that you're guiding the business. You know, so I'm a one-man band at Rothstein Consulting, so I'm the whole dang show. I have to, you know, execute on everything I sell. I have to sell it. I have to market it. But I also have to guide it. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Richard Rothstein of Rothstein Consulting. Richard, it's awesome to have you on the show. It is awesome to be here, Gresham. Uh, so thank you so much. Definitely super thankful to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Richard so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Richard is the CEO and founder of Rothstein Consulting. As a At a previous company, he was the youngest and fastest rising VP of sales before rising to executive VP of sales and marketing. Rothstein Consulting is a growth agency that helps professional service companies like accounting firms and also startups avoid the biggest mistakes in their sales processes, marketing programs, and recruiting efforts. Richard, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. I'm so happy to be here today, Gresham. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a little bit more background. I, mean, I have 20 years in sales and marketing these days. Um, you know, I started when I was in, in high school, I was helping my dad sell mattresses, you know, and uh, when I got out of college, I made the jump over to B, B2B and there's been no looking back since, you know, that executive vice president role, I started talking about, um, you know, the, uh, that's when I started to really get to know marketing really well. And start to end. and it's been really fun this journey. And with Rothstein Consulting, I've been able to really help people even more fully and delve into some really cool um, things that people are doing that you know, and help people do things ways that that they didn't really know. So this fits right in with what I'm doing. So thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate having you on. And, and I love to kind of hear, you know, that CEO story, you know, and what everything that led you start, because I think alignment is definitely one of those big, huge things when you're able to kind of take your expertise, your zone of genius, what you've been able to kind of be excellent at and be able to kind of create that and help out so many others. It sounds like you've, been, you've had that journey towards getting there. Absolutely. Well, you know, so when I first started Rothstein Consulting, we were geared entirely around sales processes and we've expanded since then. But, but what led me to open Rothstein Consulting is that um, I don't know how many people in your audience have worked in sales, but everyone has had bad sales managers, right? And what I realized is that most of the bad sales managers out there are actually people who wouldn't call themselves sales managers. They're people who own companies, people who were founders that had really deep knowledge of, of their business, of, of their business core area, but just for whatever reason, you know, did not have the, the skills yet leveled up to a point where they could be a good sales manager. Um, you know, so that's what got me started thinking, man, you know, these people really need help. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is when I first got started, I was like, you know what? I don't, I've never seen anywhere. I was so green. This is amazing. I was like, mm -hmm. somebody should, should help them with their sales stuff. You could go in, you could do workshops and, and they just love it. Right. Like nobody's doing this. Right. Well, it didn't take me long to figure out lots of people are doing this. Um, <laughs> But, you know, not a lot of people really tailing it to the startup community, um, which is something that, you know, I, I did for quite a while. Uh, you know, I've, I've added in to Rothstein Consulting now, um, you know, professional services. But for a long time, we pretty much exclusively dealt with startups. 
And, uh, you know, that's an area where people are really, I love working with startups. I, I learn all kinds of crazy new cutting edge things. And at the same time, they're people that a lot of times are humble enough to, um, you know, the, the best of them are humble enough to, to know what they don't know and to look to a guy like me and say, yes, please help me, help me set these things up. Help me, help me. And, uh, you know, I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And I almost wonder, and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think so many times, and you, you you hear this, and you know, when you read the beginning of the E-Myth, especially, that a lot of times uh, founders or people that end up being those sales managers that you spoke to have an expertise, they really know the product, they may have even created or launched the product. So they have that knowledge of it, but that isn't always the same as sales knowledge of understanding that process. It can help, but it's not exactly the same thing. So it kind of sounds like that's what you help. Uh, your people um, you work with do. Absolutely. No, definitely. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the, I'll, I'll throw out a, a, a quick, you know, tip here is um, one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs do and tend to do is when they build a great new, big, shiny thing, that's awesome and super awesome. And there are lots of you out there building really awesome things. I'm not diminishing that. Um, but what you'll do is you'll get, they, they get in front of a client, potential client, and they want to tell them everything about that product. Right. That's not what you do, okay? So tip number one from Ronstein Consulting today is just tell them the things that will move them closer to buying. Mm -hmm. So they don't need to know everything about their product. They just need to know the things that fit their needs. Yeah, that's absolutely huge. And, and it's so funny you say that because it took me back to I've been in sales training and in jobs that I've had. And I think um, I, I went through like a three week sales training. And one of the things I think that our trainer said is that every time you get right out of sales training, you want to basically verbally throw up all that knowledge and information that you have to the very first client yeah. you speak to, tell them everything they want to know. And you don't really have that back and forth conversation where you're trying to basically uh, fulfill their needs. Mm hmm. No. And, you know, and that's what's about, I, I, you know, use an inbound methodology for sales and, and marketing these days and it's super client centric. Right. And I, I reckon, I, I, I'd recommend anybody just even just Google inbound marketing. Um, and, you know, do there are tons of books on Amazon about it. You know, it, it comes a lot out of what HubSpot does. I'm a HubSpot service provider and, you know, just be that super client focused using technology to leverage that, you know, be, be data centric about how you're helping them use data so you can be personalized and technology can be personalized to them. Um, but, you know, please, you know, pay attention to that client and don't just, you know, act like everything needs to be exactly the same. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And, and definitely everybody, you can have your customer journey, I guess, kind of set up, but you want to be able to, to kind of tailor it and guide your potential customer uh, through that process. So I know you touched a little bit upon like how you work with your clients. Did you have anything else that you can add and how exactly that process goes and what you feel maybe even sets you apart is what I like to call your secret sauce? Yeah, the, so there are lots of growth agencies, um, but one thing I'm doing these days that a lot of people aren't doing is inbound recruiting and uh, helping people set up these programs. And so when you look at sales and marketing together, it's, it's kind of a, almost a fake thing that you pull them apart and call them two different things. They're really all one thing together, the client acquisition process. And what every company winds up doing is they pick a point somewhere along the journey and they go, boom, now it goes from marketing to sales, right? There's even a thing for it where you say you have marketing qualified leads and then sales accepted leads, right? So they create this fake you know, ch channel, this fake chasm. Um, that, that, that your deals have to cross, but it's not true. It's all one thing. It's your client acquisition process. I say that to say, 
if you cross out the word client and put an employee acquisition process, then you have it, then you have inbound recruiting. So the idea is, is that just like I talked about inbound being client centric, you can do the same thing in the employee hunt, I mean, employee centric, right? And you put a little bit of effort into being really an attractive company to be at and uh, treating it like a sales, you know, like, like a, like a sales and marketing kind of process and a pipeline uh, to get the best quality people versus, you know, treating it like you're a gatekeeper of, oh, I know I've got the best stuff and, uh, you know, you have to get through me to get it. Um, that's not how people are looking for jobs anymore. And that's not how you get the best talent. Um, you know, so that's a big thing for a lot of companies um, anywhere. Now, look, those kind of programs that I'm doing for people aren't for, hey, I need one CTO, right? It's for the things that you know, you know, accountants is a great example because accounting firms, they know they're going to need X accountants every year, X number of accountants. And if they can get those number of accountants in, in, in those seats, they're going to make three to five X what they're, what it costs to put them in those seats. Right. So if you're in that situation where, you know, there's a natural level of attrition, you know, where, you know, Hey, or, or for growth purposes, you know, you know, you're going to want to expand at X level and need you know, Y number of technically skilled people in a particular way that have, you know, Z huge value to your company. And heck, you know, it can even be a way you hire, ramp up a sales team, right? When you get into growth mode. Um, that's something that's pretty unique that nobody else is doing. I wanted to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And you might've already mentioned some of these, but this could be an Apple book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. So um, I'm actually going to tell you, I have kind of, this is my like big tip I'm giving everybody right now. I don't know if you truly call it a hack, but it's something everybody needs to do. And that is build your personas. I, I do a lot of mentoring too. In fact, I'm mentoring with Lighthouse Labs right now in their current uh, cohort. I also, uh, I also uh, am a mentor at Halcyon um, and at, uh, at Founders Institute right now. Um, and um, one of the things I'm seeing a lot is that people need to spend a lot less time building their, building their, their big shiny and more time in their personas and their, their customers. What is a persona? A persona is a semi-fictional representation of your ideal client, okay? Now that you don't necessarily just have one of them, but try to focus on no more than three when you're starting out. And basically the idea is who are these people? What are the problems, right? It, it, you know, hopefully you started out with a problem you're looking to solve. Great, right? Now, who are the people that have that problem? What are their specific needs around that problem? What are, you know... Um, what are their specific needs around that problem? Again, you know, <laughs> that's the biggest thing, but also, you know, what are their demographics? Where are they, right? Where's the watering hole, if you will, when you go to, you know, what are the conferences they're going to? What are the, the you know, the uh, networking events they go to, you know, what are the webinars they, they attend? Who are the influencers they follow? What social media outlets are they, are they paying, spending time on? Do, do they spend more time on LinkedIn or Twitter or who knows? It could be Snapchat, you know, it could be, uh, you know, TikTok, whatever, you know, know these things, right? Know your client inside and out and it will guide you with everything, right? You know, you mentioned emails actually, and that's kind of this idea of if you have that, you know, agile, lean structure, right? That's the idea. Like, don't go build it until you know what people want. 
And even as you're building it, make sure it is what people want. Because if you go and you waste a whole lot of time and somebody's money, uh, you know, a lot of these days it's yours if you're building it. Because a lot of times investors want to see something built and they want to be the ones throwing gasoline on the fire, not the ones handing you the match. Um, so, you know, it, it, chances are you're, you're spending your own money to build it. Um, you know, be smart about it, you know, know who that client is and know what they want and need. And that will help you so, so much. Yeah, absolutely. And definitely be more focused. That's for sure. And so, uh, I wanted to ask you now for what I call CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It could be around sales and the, and the customer acquisition browsers, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So what I would tell my younger business self is, don't really think hard and be focused. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're opening our different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Richard, what does being a CEO mean to you? So a CEO means that you're not just in the business, that you're guiding the business. You know, so I'm a one man band at Rothstein Consulting. So I'm the whole dang show. I have to, you know, execute on everything I sell. I have to sell it. I have to market it but I also have to guide it, right? Like the fact that I'm in professional, that I help people in professional services now, that was a conscious guiding effort that I did. And so again, if it's kind of plays into that last answer I gave, if you're just taking it for granted, if you're just going right in a straight line, you know, that's not what a CEO is. A CEO is the person that decides what, figures out what the next move is. You, you're the person that's supposed to see around the corners, right? So if you're not out in front kind of taking that bullet for your, you know, for your company and for your, for your people, in my mind, you're not really CEO. You're just a boss. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think so many times you can get caught in um, either, you know, being the boss or even doing all the things as well, too, and not actually going up, uh, you know, above board, so to speak, and be able to kind of see where you're going, what you're doing. And as you said, so well, taking the action to make sure that you're going exactly where you want to go. So I think if we don't, you know, do that and make sure we're paying attention to that, then that's a lot of times where we end up where we don't necessarily want to be. Yeah, I completely agree. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 Well, Richard, truly appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, no, um, uh, a few other things I'm actually doing right now, too, uh, that I didn't have a chance to talk about. Uh, I am now, I'm the director of what is officially uh, Startup Brian Tyson's Corner. Um, as what chapter director. So feel free to go to um, startupgrind.com and look us up. Um, uh, we're actually, that's actually a new distinction for us that we're Tyson's Corner. So um, try either startupgrind.com slash Tyson's Corner or Tyson's underscore corner. I'm not sure which one yet, but you should be able to look us up pretty easily. Um, and um, uh, uh, that's another cool thing that I'm doing that I love that helps startups. And um, the best way to reach me these days uh, is either via email at Richard at Rothstein Consulting, or you can find me on LinkedIn. Super easy to find on LinkedIn. Uh, Richard Rothstein, you know, R-O-T-H-S is in Sam, T-E-I-N. And, uh, you know, that's where you find me. Awesome. 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 I would truly appreciate that, Richard, to make it even easier. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can get a hold of you, connect with you, hear all the awesome things you're doing. I appreciate you, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. 
I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.